gorgeous souls. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Living podcast. I'm so excited to connect with you all. So go make yourself comfortable and settle in for some deep soul talk, high vibes and a good dose of laughter. So this is a sacred place that I've created where we're going to be talking about all things related to feminine leadership, spiritual entrepreneurship, money, energetics and soul purpose. My name's Alara Dawn and I'm a coach for feminine spiritual entrepreneurs who desire to expand to the next level of freedom, wealth, joy and pleasure. I help women take back their power, rewrite their stories and create soul-aligned lives and businesses. You can come and join me in the Awakened Feminine Soulpreneur group on Facebook that's free and I'd love to welcome you there. Or you can connect with me on Instagram, which is Pure Light Alara. You can also check out all the regular free, powerful, energetic activations and courses on my site, www.purelight1111.com. So let's get started with today's episode. Welcome, gorgeous souls. So today I want to just um, bring your attention to something and I'm going to suggest that you get a notepad and you're going to set a challenge for yourself of zero moaning and over the next five days and instead you're going to be reframing it's not something we're taught and I mentioned this in the last episode that we just don't have the role models we don't have the linguistic programmers that can help us actually be conscious around the spoken spells that we are casting every day and because of the way that often we don't realize that when we go into story form we naturally drop into the drama triangle so there is a narrative so I invite you firstly to understand which character do you like casting yourself in so the victim the persecutor or the rescuer So draw a little triangle on your one to five days and you're going to pop yourself there because it's just knowing that that's your your preferred route under the soap opera that you create. So just consider that. Something else, a victim um, is somebody that doesn't actually even take any action either. So it's all about the story. So I would consider this doesn't mean that things happen in life but you don't need to cast yourself as the victim of those experiences. Obviously, you're interacting with many different people and situations and timelines, um, but your response to something is what is also casting you as that role on the drama triangle. But it's also um, not how you respond, but also how you frame it. So what I mean by that is it's the story. And often we come back with a itinerary of our day and there'll be some level of frustration or something that's happened. I invite you, and this is just as much of a challenge for me, but I tend to teach a lot from um, the experiences that I come across because I'm looking for the, I'd say it's the celebratory story. What was the transformation? What was the celebration? What was the victory out of today? So of course, you know, you come into a situation that's happened. However, can I spin the perspective of this to actually put me in an empowered state. If something happened and there was the antagonist, there's been something that's perhaps, um, I don't know, that you feel that somebody has been the antagonist in that experience. By you not setting boundaries, you saying no, uh, not saying no, you betraying yourself, that is what makes you the victim. So if you didn't do those things and it's self-betrayal, it's often a pattern. So I would invite you to look at, okay, 
are you casting these spells which create you into the victim, which is when you come up with these stories of this happened to me today and he's this and blah, 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 and he did this and he said this and this is going to mean that I can't do X, Y, Z and that time frame's not going to work. And If you aren't doing all this bullshit, which unfortunately, especially in the UK, this is endemic on the way that we communicate and we're used to moaning. As a collective, it's the collective moan, whether it's the weather, um, you know, it's also an avoidance for intimacy because it's easier to moan about something somebody else did than actually connect with how you feel and the present moment. This is the emotional intelligence stuff that we need to be really cracking open for ourselves. But if we don't actually start doing it differently, our kids don't know anything different. So we actually just, we allow this poisonous curse to continue for the next generation of children that can't then communicate differently. Um, Often this is a pattern in um, the UK just for like, yeah, you moan, you get your taxi driver, you moan, you have a moan about the weather, you have a moan about the traffic, how long a journey took, um, the queue in a supermarket. So that comes from the language of, glass half full. And when we're looking at things, uh, our stories will cast that as well. Often that poverty consciousness, which is what it is, um, feeds feeds into many different consciousness things around life is happening to me. And you might be doing all of this amazing spiritual work, all this amazing belief work. But if your language, your spoken spells is basically still working on the old programs, you are perpetually creating more drama for yourself because you are conjuring it in you're you're casting it in if you imagine that each time you are experiencing something like this you then repeat that in your head in thoughts you might write it in a text and you might share it verbally with somebody there becomes almost an expectation because it's compounded. You've sent this out to the world. Well, this is what she expects. This is where she places her energy. So the universe is indiscriminate. It doesn't have a right or wrong, a good or bad. It doesn't know what you like or don't like. It just knows frequency. So the minute that you put your energy into a narrative that is, you won't believe blah, 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 rather than, okay, I've had this experience today. So I'm not going to allow that to challenge me or upset me I've taken these steps I feel so much better now I took myself for a run um I got clarity I'm now going to take xyz you know situation and turn it into a positive if you can't reframe things and experiences it's no different than the things that happened as a child that you're doing all this inner child work for and all the rest of it if you are not reframing the things that happen in this present day moment they become tomorrow's blocks tomorrow's frustrations because it just means that our lens of perspective is just anchoring you back into lack poverty consciousness the drama triangle so you're not elevating yourself and using the power and consciousness awareness that you have to actually speak yourself into a different timeline So what I would also consider is that we learn through contrast. So if you remember, I want you to write this on the first page. Um, I'm aware that I can have awareness and lessons that give me clarity on what I desire and what I don't desire. 
So rather than viewing a situation that's arisen as personal, because that experience is not about you, often it's what someone else was going through and they've erupted and, you know, responded because of what they've got going on. Everybody else's emotional responses to me is not about me. I want you to write that down because you need to remember that because if you're getting triggered by someone going a bit loopy in front of you, then, you know, you can take yourself away from any blame or guilt or shame or wondering what you have done. It's not your responsibility. And that also creates unjustified karma if you get yourself entangled in it. So you're only responsible for your own responses behaviors and energy so if you are considering that if you can reframe it and recognize that okay I've had this experience so this actually shows something about me firstly you know I've recognized and evolved now that I've I've put been putting myself on this drama triangle and I'm no longer I'm no longer able to you know continue with that and if I keep on putting myself as the victim how do I step out of that well I start saying no I start honoring my sacred yes and my sacred no the minute I don't stay silent and just sit there passive and you know grumbling and in my head angry at what someone's done to me the minute I stand up for myself I'm no longer a victim the minute I but respond differently the minute I honour myself the minute that I don't betray what is inside me and needs to be said to set a boundary or whatever else that's when I basically turn myself out of this drama triangle and into somebody that is transforming her reality somebody that is owning her sacred yes and sacred no and her power and her inner intuition and her discernment somebody that is deciding because she's no longer available for any of the bullshit she's raising her values raising her standards and she's saying no to anything that no longer aligns with those things she's not a victim she's not a martyr and if she slips into those things she learns from it she learns also that the contrast this experience not available for it doesn't feel good therefore I need to change my work environment I need to change you know my trajectory that I'm on my relationship whatever else because I'm no longer available for this level of contrast that I'm not enjoying so my victory is happy days I've just experienced something today that I'm I'm not prepared to put up with anymore therefore I'm raising my values my standards my perspective on things and I'm shifting this ship up I'm going to be raising the roof on what I'm doing and I'm going to be shifting things up and yes this means change but I'm worthy of it it puts you in such a different perspective. You're not a victim of something. Sometimes we've outgrown stuff and we just haven't realised that we're still in a little bit of a unconscious looping pattern with the type of relationship we have with somebody. So sometimes something comes about and we're like, okay, fine, not available for this anymore. Haven't got time for it. I'm not putting my energy there. I'm not aligned for this stuff. So this has shown me contrast this has shown me something I'm not a victim firstly because I'm witnessing it I'm um, able to respond from a different perspective so what happens if you were no longer available to listen to people that are moaning and you were going to honor your energy honor yourself in creating a sentence for yourself that actually took you out of that situation or conversation and um basically meant that almost like, oh, we don't do that here. Like, um, you know, that you were able to honour yourself and honour the power that you have and the power that someone else has to highlight to them that, and if you're not in that situation, I mean, I literally have got to the point with people that, you know, if someone comes up to me and, 
it's often, you know, I'm in the country, they're walking their dog, they've maybe not spoken to anyone all day and they just want to have a moan. I will just say, look, okay, um, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to go because I, I'm in a bit of a rush. Enjoy the rest of your day. And I go. I just don't engage in it. Um, and they don't even know they're doing it. It's such a pathway and pattern in the way that they communicate. It's unconscious. But I haven't got availability for random people to be doing that with me. I haven't got the time for it. All my energy is not going to be sat there colluding with them in their victim bullshit. So obviously, you know, it's different if I'm working with somebody and, you know, I generally don't get people that are that, you know, unaware of what they're doing. But what it comes down to is I really value my energy. So just as I have to honour what is going on, like with the conversations that I have with people, I need to be careful myself. So really catching yourself in your own power of what you're speaking into reality. If you are always focused on the lack and how things aren't going right and it's disaster after disaster, rather than going, okay, well, fine. I mean, there's a few different ways to look at this. I have moved into a house that is about 200 years old. There has been multiple things that have gone wrong because it's a 200 year old, year old house. Um, so it's highlighted to me that ultimately this house is a stop point, um, that it really, I need to focus on joy, getting out, doing stuff. This house doesn't affect me and my happiness, my joy, my ability to raise my frequency, my ability to have a nice time and still be happy. I'm not going to allow physical manifestations of just day-to-day -day life to rock my inner boat and it just highlights to me that okay well this is fine it's always this and better so this actually was a great move out of London um, I've learned lots I've got to explore probably way more places than I would have done if I lived in London I've got to um, understand different areas of where I would want to live, where I wouldn't want to live. And now I'm getting into the spot where I'm open to my next move. So by having the contrast of, oh, well, look, there's another thing that's happened, rather than putting my energy into being the victim and, oh my God, woe be me, something else has happened. This is just another sign. It's like, okay, fine. You know, it's evolving in this way. I know I can hold my power without making it personal, a story, a victim. It doesn't actually need to turn my life upside down unless I choose it to, unless I give power to something outside of myself to rock me, then ultimately it doesn't need to be an issue. And how can I create the win-win solution? And I talked about this in the last episode. The win-win solution is through collaboration. The win-win solution is getting like the highest and best outcome for everybody, not just myself. The win-win solution means um, visibility. It means support. It means communication. So rather than having duality of well, this is someone else's fault, someone else's problem, this is on, you know, blah, 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 and I blame everyone else that used to own the house and all the rest of it. I can actually collaborate and I can actually try to get a win-win solution that is flexible and works for everybody because then I take the charge out of it. The experience is more joyful. I'm not a victim um, and nobody gets to be, you know, cast in the role of the, you know, the blame or the persecutor. So not only do I make my own life more enjoyable you know it, this is this is it shows me that change is actually coming as well because it shows me that um I'm not meant to be in this place for you know a long time so it shows me that things are moving towards my next step so rather than create resistance and rather than 
um, make this an unenjoyable process. I throw myself into actually going and kind of living a bit like a tourist and exploring this area like that. So I'm going to lots of nice places and spas and dinners and exploring all these different places because I'm immersing myself in joy and pleasure, basically. And, you know, it just means that's part of my next journey is to have more of that. I'm not going to suddenly move into a different house and then not have all the other nice, enjoyable things as well. I'm paving the way because that is what is a priority in my life. And in doing so, of course, there's frustrations that happens, you know, there's things that come up, but I'm reframing it so that it doesn't actually mean that they're milestones, blocks, they're not mountains. And that's because linguistically, I'm viewing them differently. I'm knowing that, you know, I'm a conscious creator. So I, I'm consciously aware of my um, what I'm creating with what I'm thinking, what I'm focusing my energy on and how I'm treating my body and what I'm putting in my body. So if I'm looking after those things that whatever comes along, ultimately, unless, you know, the house is on fire, it's an emergency and, you know, the world's about to blow up. It's really not that bad. So when we get into this mindset that one little setback is somehow some massive, you know, determination of the world blowing up, it's not but our responses to things add into not only our life experience, our timeline that we're on, um, but also it feeds into the collective fields of drama and chaos. And that's what we really don't want to be putting more out into the world. You know, so if I can look at, OK, well, aren't I blessed, lucky and abundant that I'm in a situation not only can I live in this amazing part of the world, but that it's always this and better. So these little things are just showing me that, hey, you know, my new upgraded, improved house is on its way and that life is already changing because the manifestations of the things that I'm asking for and that I've conjured, especially in the orgasmic alchemy um, immersion, they're coming in and they're coming in. And at this time where I'm, you know, kind of letting go of the house, my other things are coming in and landing and grounding. So rather than focusing on um, actually like the house you know, and the things that have happened, you know, there's a leak or whatever else, I'm actually going, okay, well, why would I allow a leak to take the enjoyment out of the experience I've actually really been wanting for a long time that's come in? I'm putting my energy there. I'm focusing on the joy of the new experience, the joy of the new connection, the joy of the new communication, the joy of the experiences that I'm having. I'm putting my energy there, regardless of the fact that I've got builders in and they've ripped half the ceiling down. I don't care about that. That's that's the past. Anything that has happened, like a leak, whatever else, it's a manifestation of something that's happened in the past. Yeah, it's happened. There's no point in me putting my energy where the past is. There's no point in me, you know, of course, you can kind of say, well, something else has happened. But actually, the rest of my time is spent doing enjoyable things, focusing on those things, focusing on what I desire, calling them in. Being an active creator in the language that I use to manifest what I want knowing that when I speak and I state at my desires that I'm actually landing those in quantumly. It's like basically like my quantum calling in. It's like the quantum spell casting. So know that your powers, your power of your thoughts and your words really do have an impact. And if you're still stuck in a story of blame about someone else, then you're just basically feeding into victim and you're you're making out that you're not powerful enough and it's all just bullshit. So the challenge over the next five days is whatever comes up, you're going to reframe your statement of the day so that even if something happened that is not how you desired it to be, 
you're going to end those sentences with, but I am so lit up and excited that there are new opportunities and, you know, I've learned something from this. I'm lit up. I'm excited about all the new blessings that are coming my way. And I'm excited and grateful for all the support that I've received in the challenge, the challenges I've had today. Um, I'm excited and blessed for um, the new ideas that I've been gifted and downloaded today that open up um, new doors of potential and possibility for me. Um, I'm expired. And then think about the, the good things that have gone on that day and not just have gratitude. You're saying like, I'm so excited and grateful and pleased that these things have occurred because they've given me clarity. And now I'm empowered to make X, Y, Z changes or choices tomorrow because I know that I'm in, I'm in control of my reality. I'm going to focus on the things that I can make changes around, the things that I can feel really good about. And even if I have a frustrating day, I've had an amazing run today and allowed that energy to flush out of my energy field um, and clear my mind and do something good for myself. And if I focus like that, I know that I'm empowered. I know that I can shift how I feel immediately and everything's working for me and that change means letting go. So rather than getting attached to things supposedly not going well what if they're actually dismantling because they they have to dismantle because you have to create the space for the new things to come in so actually I'm seeing these things as changes I'm seeing these things as I'm now getting reinforcement that the universe is dismantling the old for me to assist me to remind me to let it go easily because it's welcoming in all of these new experiences these new people the new home because I can't be holding on to an old home and a new home. I need to let go of the old. So actually these changes just highlight to me, I can let go of the attachment to this house because actually then my arms are free to welcome in all of the new things that are coming my way. So isn't it a different way of framing things? Isn't it a different way of putting your energy and get used to writing the the success story, the the victory. And the victory isn't the end story. The victory isn't I have my new, you know, I haven't got my new house yet. But ultimately, the victory is in the fact that I've changed my perspective over things. I know that there is positive change happening. I know that there is you know, positive and good things happening. I'm focusing on the glass half full rather than the glass half empty. I'm recognising that that life is a natural cycle of the letting go, the trusting, the surrender. And that as long as those things are being called of me, it means that there is progress and momentum. I don't need to know the how, I don't need to know the when, I don't need to put in a, a time frame thing because I'm, I'm noticing the energy's moving. I'm noticing daily that new things are changing. Therefore, things are happening. That means if there is change and there is movement and I'm being called to let things go, it means that things are manifesting quickly and and they're coming on their way. So I can trust, I can just get out of my own way. So when we start to actually focus on reframing things, it takes you completely out of the drama triangle. It takes you completely into your power with your spoken language. So I want you to actually at the end of the day, not just write it down. I want you to actually talk like I'm talking to a microphone now. There's no one in the room with me. And I'm in a narrative. I'm in a flow as though I'm talking to you all. And in doing so, the universe doesn't know the difference between you standing in front of me and and not. I'm speaking um, with enthusiasm and animatedly. My arms move all over the place and I get really lit up. And you'll know this from my Facebook lives and everything. Um, I'm speaking as though it's real and happening now and I'm, you know, bringing, casting it in because that's, that's kind of where you're coming from. And it might feel a bit weird to do that, but 
things happen quickly when you speak them into form. You know that because you're casting spells of misery and God knows what else and into your life. So let's change the language up. Let's quit the moment, moaning, quit the gossip. If you are watching stuff on TV that is colluding with gossip and bullshit, think Love Island, switch the TV off. All of that energy is a distortion because we pick up patterns of speaking and communicating from watching these people. They are not our role models. We are the ones that need to carve out new ways of listening, really being conscious with our words and considering the energy behind what we're saying and doing. So that's how we start to become really much more intuitive around also discerning just because someone is saying something, if the energy doesn't match it, then we need to be exploring what's going on there before we consume the information from them, absorb the information from them and say yes to whatever they're telling us or um, teaching us or selling us. Discernment. We don't get that until we can sort our own shit out, basically, because if we can see it in everyone else, but we're still spewing the same poison, then when we're not really get, we're not landing, we're not landing with mastery. And that's what we're being asked to do. So sending you all lots of love. And I really want to hear how your five days have gone, how communication has changed with other people when you explain. I mean, one way, if it's if it's loved ones and you're in this little pattern where you just catch up with each other and have a moan, is to explain. I've listened to this podcast. There's this challenge I'm taking part in. I'm now being aware of the fact that if I want the things I want in my life and I want them to change, that I need to change the way I'm speaking about myself, about my life, about my experiences now. Um, so I'd like your support. So because of that, I'm on a bit of a, de- a detox from you know, our normal type of conversation. So, you know, let's maybe have a, a different topic, like what are the good things we're doing for ourselves this week? What amazing stuff has happened? Um, you know, what kind things have you done for others? Let's change the whole dialogue. So sending you lots of love and looking forward to hearing all about how you're getting on with this. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today, gorgeous souls. And if you're enjoying the Soul Line Living podcast, I'd be so grateful if you would give it a review. That would be absolutely amazing. Thank you to you all and look forward to sharing the next episode with you very soon. Take care. Bye-bye.